What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Like, without anybody else's opinion, without any other bullshit added on, just you and your mind vibing in the meditation. It's really the best. And, and I do admire that about him. So, for some reason, tasting this pure sweetness of a banana just fucking hit me in my feels. Hello, hello, friends. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Um, wow, it is. I'm recording this later in the day than I usually do, so I feel like my mind's just a little bit jumbled, but I'm very excited about today's episode. Um, it's a topic that uh, has become very near and dear to me, I guess, and is something that I find myself contemplating pretty much all the time now. 24-7, or if not 24-7, still a lot. <laughs> like, wake up, think about it. Afternoon, think about it. After dinner, think about it. So, that topic is getting to know yourself. Um, and, oh man, so much to talk about. I didn't write any notes down for myself, so this is truly off the cuff. But I have a feeling it will just flow from the heart, as it usually does. Um, yeah, okay, so let's get into it. So glad you guys are here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Getting to know yourself kind of sounds, oh man, where do I start? So it sounds like there's a destination, I guess. You get to know yourself and you've accomplished the goal. Like, okay, I've gotten to know myself. I'm good now. I know myself. Blue, why do you always do this? I'm recording. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, the phrase just sounds like there's an end, end goal and there's a destination. But the more that I've pondered the topic and the more I've read about it, there is no end destination. There's no end goal. Because we're changing every single day and we go through so many phases in our lives and so many different seasons of life and every, every single day we become a new person. I literally believe that. I always talk about how I am completely different than I was six months ago, totally different than I was a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you know, all of that. I believe we're changing a lot every single day and especially a lot of us are in our early 20s or mid 20s. Or some of you guys are in high school. Some of you guys are even in middle school, which is pretty amazing. But this time, it's just the time of rapid growth and shedding old layers and 
figuring out what works for us, what doesn't, what we like, what we don't, what's important to us, what isn't. And my goodness, I don't know about you guys, but every day I'm just totally evolving, shedding all these layers and just getting to know myself better. But something that really brought me a lot of peace is that I will never know myself all the way, you know, like, oh, I don't know. Okay. So I guess, I I guess you could say you do know yourself. Oh my gosh, my brain's going to go so crazy with this. So I guess you could say you do know yourself naturally, innately. We were born knowing ourselves. We were born knowing who we're supposed to be, um, which is, as I've said in other episodes, someone who spreads love and someone who is, um, you know, drawn to the light and likes to bring out the light and love in other people. I think that's who we are innately. So yeah, of course, I think we all know that about ourselves. Instinctually, we know that we want to be loved and we know we want to love. But at the same time, in terms of our passions, our hobbies, our strengths, our weaknesses, what we're naturally drawn to, what we enjoy, what we don't enjoy, that's always changing. And that's forever going to change and I don't think we will ever get to know ourselves completely because if we've no if we're if we have fully acquainted ourselves with ourselves that means we're dead <laughs> that's that's a nice opening line but um now you're dead so <laughs> anyway I think you guys can see what I'm getting at here basically sorry if I sniffle a little bit um basically there's no end goal there's no end destination Everything in life is a journey. There's no end goal. And I feel like when you really hammer that in your mind, there's no end goal, there's no end goal, you just kind of relieve some pressure. And it it makes it a little bit more manageable, manageable because every day you're just getting just one teeny, teeny bit closer. And then the next day after that, you might go three steps back. And then the next day, a little bit forward. And then five steps back. And one step to the left and to the right. And you know what I mean? So it's just a constant dance. We're constantly dancing with our our current selves, our future selves, our past selves. And man, what a dance it is. <laughs> so I just think we have the big, the biggest gift. We have the biggest opportunity to get as closely acquainted with ourselves as we possibly can. And I guess what I mean by that is like, where does your mind go when you're alone and when you're silent? Where does your mind go? What do you think? What are you drawn towards? What do you want to do? Where does your mind go when you're really happy? Like, what do you, who are you surrounded by when you're happy? What, what's your environment? Like, are you happy when you're in nature? Are you happy when you're cuddling with your lover? Are you happy when you're hanging out with friends? Are you happy when you're dancing? Are you happy when you're painting, reading? Do you like being alone? Do you like being in groups? Each little tidbit we get to learn about ourselves and really learn without judgment too is the big, big thing that I mean, I'm working on is like, okay, you know, I just kind of accepted that I'm actually a really sensitive person (laughs) and I've pushed that away for so many years and I was such a sensitive child. I would cry at everything cry so much at everything and then I would just I totally pushed that off and became like the opposite like I would not cry you couldn't force me to cry but now I realize I'm very very sensitive and I when I had my psychic greeting last year my spirit guide said you're very sensitive and I was like oh yeah ouch yep you're right but now I see that as a strength 
Um, and I accept that about myself that I'm sensitive and it's not like my sensitivity is mostly to other people's emotions. Like if I literally, I bawled my eyes out at pets too, the movie pets too, the other day, it's like an animated movie about pets. <laughs> I bawled at the end. It was so emotional. And if there's like an emotional moment, usually a happy one or like very touching, um, I'm going to ball. Like I just feel the emotion swell up in me so much and I just start bawling my eyes out. And I think that's really great. It's like, it's like my own little superpower, I guess. And I know a lot of you probably have this too. It's just, you can totally experience other people's emotions and that can be hard, but it can also be a blessing. And, um, yeah. So anyway, that was a tangent, but that's something that I've come to learn about myself and actually accept. Like, Sage would always say, you're sensitive. And I'm like, shut up. No, I'm not. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and that's great. So, yeah, just getting more acquainted with ourselves and being very honest with ourselves. What do you actually like? What do you actually not like? What pisses you off a little bit too much? Like, where do you, what are some things you need to work on? What are some things that irk you that really probably shouldn't or you know, what are some habits in your own life that maybe you could change? Being really honest with yourself will allow you to figure out why you're doing these things that you're doing. Like sitting with yourself in silence or journaling or going on a walk, um, doing yoga, whatever, painting, whatever it might be that lets you like really hang out with yourself without distractions and without a bunch of noisy like noisy things from the day, you know, like where you can really just unplug and let your mind go. Sometimes in the shower, actually shower thoughts are great. Um, what are those thoughts saying? Like that's, that's when you have the opportunity to really introduce yourself to yourself. If that makes sense, hopefully it does. But any of those precious tidbits you learn, just, you know, open, be open to them, accept them without judgment. Don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. If you have some thoughts or some things that you would like to change about yourself, that's okay. There's no need to beat yourself up about it. We all have things we want to change and work on, and there's always things that we will be improving. That's the whole point of life. We're constantly improving and learning, and it's never, we're never done. We're never, ever, ever, ever done. And anyone who tells you they're done or they've done it, mm, probably not, unless they're like freaking Buddha or some monk. I don't know. Like most of us, constantly on the journey and I think that's what's really cool about being human is we get the chance to mess up over and over again and keep going and every time we mess up it's just a great lesson so anywho really into this topic of becoming because when you just when you take away the idea that there's an end destination and you just focus on the becoming it's like oh my god I can be so present like I can be in this moment right now where can I where can I improve or where can I change or where can I grow or love or laugh right now in this moment? That's like the becoming. I think it's so cool. So anyway, I wrote this poem about it the other day. Um, so I'd like to read it to you guys if that's cool. <laughs> um, okay, so here it is. Much like the butterfly, I too am becoming. Cocooned in the darkness of my own making, I wait. Each day, finding my strength, growing further into who I will become. At last, my wings break free, and I am in the world. I am beautiful, I am shimmering, I float through the sky and dance on flowers next to dewdrops. I continue flapping my wings onto the next adventure, day after day. 
a lesson waiting for me on every branch, every rosebud, every honeysuckle. The ups and the downs of the forest may exhaust me. I am tired and lost sometimes, but yet my wings still guide me home. Whenever I'm nostalgic from my dark cocoon, I fly towards the sun instead. I continue on, shimmering through the pain and the growth, one flower at a time. So, <laughs> that was just some things that I thought. And it just kind of, I don't know, the butterfly metaphor just works for so many things because it comes from a cocoon. It's a caterpillar that goes into a cocoon and then comes out and it's beautiful. And it's just, I don't know, I really like the whole butterfly the poetry of but a butterfly is just beautiful. So I have them tattooed on me. Literally my favorite tattoo that I have. So um, I also was made aware of this quote by Jodo, Jodorowsky um, that I thought you guys would probably like. It goes along with the concept too. <clears throat> Awakening is not a thing. It is not a goal, not a concept. It is not something to be attained. It is a metamorphosis. If the caterpillar thinks about the butterfly... It is to become, saying, and then I shall have wings and antenna. There will never be a butterfly. The caterpillar must accept its own disappearance and its transformation. When the marvelous butterfly takes wing, nothing of the caterpillar remains. So that's pretty cool. That's hella deep. Um, yeah, I really, I really do think, I really like that because every day we are completely new. I totally believe that. We're completely new. We have the capability of shedding everything, all the shit that happened yesterday, all the shit that happened two years ago, we have the capability of shutting all of that and starting fresh. And there's lots of tools and lots of things that can help us do that. And it's not easy, <laughs> not easy, never easy, but it's totally do doable, totally worth it. Um, whether it takes years and years or a lifetime, I think it's still worth it. So yeah, those are just some things to ponder. Thought it was pretty interesting, um, and yeah, I guess some ways that I have been able to get to know myself better. You guys are gonna be like, "Shut up! You're gonna say journaling. I already know it." Well, sorry guys, it's just the truth. Journaling, meditating, meditating. Actually, let's let's be real. Meditating and writing, not even journaling, like like writing, like poetry or just creative writing. Mm, yeah, that's where I've been able to get to know myself the best because when I write, there's no, uh, I'm just writing for me. I'm writing for no one. I'm just writing. Like it's just coming out of me and it just feels really good. And I don't ever judge or like second guess what I write. I just, you know, put pen to paper and go. And the things that come out of me, I read it back and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like that was in me. Holy shit. And I think I've learned a lot about myself and like my potential and where I can be one day just by my writing. Because a lot of my writing, it's like the best possible version of myself comes out in my writing. So it's like inspirational to me. It's like a, it's like a beacon for myself, if that makes sense. So that's been really, really cool. And then meditating. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah. Learned so much and it's so powerful. <laughs> I'm never going to stop talking about it. It's so powerful. And, you know, start wherever you need to start and, and just, just start. That's the key. If you need to use headspace, that's great. If you like using headspace, that's great. If you want to use insight timer, there's lots of great guided meditations on there. 
If you want to do a walking meditation, that's great. Sometimes if I'm really like antsy, but I still want to kind of clear my mind in the morning, I'll play some type of morning guided meditation and then just do some like gentle stretching. So I'm still like moving, but I can still hear the meditation. Um, if you want to do writing meditations, like affirmations and things, that's great too. Um, I just really encourage you guys to invest in the practice of meditation and it is an investment because you have to do it regularly and it's hard and your mind goes in a million directions, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So start wherever you need to start, whatever is the, the way that you will do it. You're most like whatever way you're most likely to do it. Just do that. Does that, geez, my words are coming out all crazy today, but oh man, it's so good. So I've been meditating every day. Of course I have my days where I forget oftentimes on the weekend when we're like doing stuff, I forget because I don't know, I like get up later, want to go make brunch and hang out with Sage and (laughs) I forget. But on the weekdays, I really make it a practice and make a point of waking up, going right to meditation before I do anything else. And it totally sets a tone of my day. And I, uh, which day was it? Last week, I... After I got my wisdom teeth out, I my whole routine was funky. <laughs> but um, last week, I was meditating later in the day. Like, I would get up, get my phone, mistake number one, get on my phone, get on Instagram, go do stuff in the kitchen, make breakfast, whatever, la-di-da. And then before I would start working or doing my class, I would meditate, and that would be, like, at, like, 1 or something or, like, 11.30. So... I noticed a significant, significant, significant difference in my mood and my overall just freaking happiness and like peace and calm and the way that I was speaking to myself in my mind. Oh my gosh. Notice an exponential difference from when I just do it the first thing when I wake up. Not like literally roll out of bed and get on the floor, but pretty much like the second I come out of the bedroom, I go meditate. Totally would recommend that for you guys. Sometimes I just do a little 10-minute guided meditation. Sometimes I go freaking deep, and that's something I've really been experimenting with, and I'm just going to hopefully – I don't want to chat about this for too, too long because I want to get to your submissions, but because a lot of you guys have asked me about how to get into meditation or what I do. Um, now I feel like I'm just able to go a lot deeper just because I've been practicing. It just takes practice. Um and I have this like uh, this music here. Let me let me just play so you guys can see the see the vibe I'm talking about. I put on my Bose wireless noise canceling headphones and sit on my little fluffy rug. Hold my crystals. I stage the room and myself and my phone and the computer. I stage my phone every day. The shit trying to pull any toxins out of here that I can because geez, there's a lot. So I stage my phone, stage my computer, stage my whole room, um, stage myself. And then I light incense, hold my crystals, and then just get into it. So this is the music that I listen to while I meditate. Okay, <laughs> just so you guys get a peek. Um, if you guys have Insight Timer, it's called Floating by James Anthony Walker. And again, Insight Timer is totally free, has thousands of 
thousands and thousands of meditations, music, and lots of great shit. So I love Insight Timer. But yeah, so I'll blast that (laughs) music in my wireless headphones. Totally vibe out. Start with some like deep breaths. Um, Depending on where I'm at, if I'm anxious, I'm going to be doing a lot of deep breaths. If I'm tired, it's usually a lot easier for me to sink into a deeper meditation when I'm tired because my brain isn't going all over the place. But um, yeah, just do some deep breathing and just kind of go into it. And I think I should do a whole either a video or maybe something on Instagram to kind of help anybody who's wanting to get into meditation. Um, any of my tips. So if you guys want me to do that, please let me know. Um, I will be doing some guided meditations on Instagram. Like I talked about in the other episode, I'm just waiting for this one light that I ordered to make it super cool and vibey because I want it to be like, like your cool neighbor who meditates, not like some, you know, like I want it to be accessible and fun and funky and cool and aesthetically pleasing and just very palatable for the the millennial and the Gen Zer. So yeah, that's my goal. Um, so very excited about that. And I don't really know why I started going on such a long thing with meditation, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that that's how I've gotten to know myself the best. So yes. Okay. Now I'm my, I'm collecting my thoughts. Um, like I said, I didn't take any notes for this one, this episode. So I'm just winging it. So yeah, when your mind is quiet, or at least not buzzing with lots of annoying thoughts. Um, I think, at least for me, I'm able to connect with the deeper truths in life um, and who I really am. And there are some great guided meditations that I've used, and I hope to make some similar to that, that just they have affirmations in them and they ask really deep questions and you kind of like your subconscious just answers the questions without any judgment no one's listening it's just you and your own mind and you can just kind of just get to know yourself like without anybody else's opinion without any other bullshit added on just you and your mind vibing in a meditation it's really the best um and it puts you in a great mood for the day or if you want to meditate before bed that's great too i don't usually do that um but in the morning or at night whenever you can do it If you do it in the afternoon, that's great too. Whenever you can squeeze it in, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Also, if you, um, let me just tell you this really quickly because I just learned this. So this is a really quick way to ground yourself if you're feeling all over the place, which is very, very valuable. And I have been doing it every day because, um, meditation grounds me, but then sometimes things happen. If I'm stressed, I'm anxious, sometimes I've in the past hung out with certain people that really, I just really absorb their energy and I get really anxious and not feeling super good in my skin. So I needed something to ground myself back in my body again. So if you guys are interested in this, I'll just tell you how to do it. If not, that's cool. But I thought while I'm sharing this, getting to know yourself, I would tell you how to ground yourself because that's helpful. So I learned this um, from this course by Nikki Novo that I'm doing. So basically... So this is also a lot easier if you're already meditating or already kind of like done some deep breathing in things because you just feel more connected to your body. But sometimes I do it just randomly when I need it. So basically, so close your eyes. Picture a shimmering gold orb above your head or I kind of picture like a gold Easter egg. So picture that or also 
the Sims like diamond. I kind of picture that sometimes too, but gold. Picture a gold floating thing above your head and then just picture it melting over your head and melting over your eyes and your lips and down your neck and just feel it kind of shimmering down and down your chest, down your stomach, over your legs, down your knees, down your shins and over your feet and then feel your feet on the floor with this shimmering light going down your feet into roots and then feel the roots connecting into the earth, going into the earth and feel the roots kind of latching on down there. They're latched down there and you're totally in your body. You're totally connected. Your feet are latched to the earth and you're in your body. And if it's extra hard and you still feel like you're not there, add some weights like put some imaginary weights on your shoulders that really weigh you down and weigh you into the earth and just feel how that feels. Um, I don't know how about you guys, but I feel a really big difference when I do that. Just walking myself and you guys see this right now. I'm like, Ooh, man. So <laughs> it feels really good. I do that every day and I feel completely different right now than what I just before I did that. But it's a great way to just kind of get back in your body because so many of us are up in our head or up in the clouds or just not really in our body. And, um, yeah, it's a great tool. So if you guys want to do that, um, I would definitely recommend you do it. And I can maybe record that in a video somewhere so you guys can just go, go to it. Um, yeah. Okay. Hope you enjoyed that. Oh, I'm really, really like another dimension right now. back to the podcast <laughs> back to the planet Rohini welcome back um yeah I also just randomly felt like sharing this someone that's really helped me um and inspired me in my spiritual journey so far is Aubrey Marcus I don't know if you guys have ever listened to his podcast or know who he is but he really really inspires me and um I love hearing him talk he has these amazing episodes. He did a, actually, I know best interview. If you guys haven't seen him, great starter to him is his interview with Matthew McConaughey. So start with that one. It's, um, really, really, really great. And he's just a super cool dude. He's done a lot of work with plant medicine and I just love how he talks. He's super open about all of his struggles. He, you know, swears and lets it rip and is super raw and honest and is also like a very deep guy and I just I've learned a lot from him so go check him out if you're interested in another like spiritual podcast um I really enjoy his stuff a lot and he has a video version which I like so anyway kind of random but he is someone that's definitely helped me get to know myself better and something that he says that I found really valuable is that we all tell ourselves stories and you, that sounds really obvious, but <laughs> everything you tell yourself is a story. Literally everything. It may seem correct to you. It may seem like whatever is right or what really happened, but everything you tell yourself is a story. And as much as we possibly can, try to tell, your, try to tell ourselves a positive story or an uplifting story. 
a compassionate story, an understanding story, a story free of guilt and judgment, um, because we can tell ourselves some stories that leave us super fucked up and in a toxic loop of negativity and questioning everything and beating yourself up. And that's just simply a story. Um, the best example I have of that, or like a quick thing that always comes to mind is when people are debating, for instance, politics, when people are debating politics, both people are 1000% sure they're right. 1000% in their hearts, in their heads, they know they're right. Whatever they believe is right to them. And that's completely true. Each person, each like (laughs) our own reality is all we've ever known. So that's just how it is. So we're all telling ourselves these stories and it's just helpful to kind of realize that. And the way that that's helped me is when I'm in a toxic loop in comparison, usually that's where I find myself. That's definitely where I have the most work to do is with comparison because that's where I often find myself just in this really annoying loop in my mind of like beating myself up, not feeling as good as someone else, getting really down on myself, getting really just ugh, so annoying. And it's like, I just tell myself this and it goes around and around and around and I'm spacing out. I'm just like moving through life, telling myself this story. And then when I finally realize it, I think this happened. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday in the morning. I was kind of like in a funky mood and just, I was like making breakfast. I was cleaning. I was doing whatever. And then I just was like, Oh my God, I've been in this toxic, like mental loop for the last probably hour. And I didn't even realize it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I've been telling myself. Oh, yes, I've been telling myself a story. Okay, so that 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 all comes together now. So I, I was telling myself the story. I realized it. And then that's when I wrote that butterfly poem. I wrote that yesterday. Wow, that feels like a couple days ago. But um, yeah, so I just realized I was telling myself the story, blah, 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 stuck in it. And all it takes, so try this, just try this next time. If you're beating yourself up about something, stuck on something, worrying about something, anxious about something, just once you catch yourself, just say, Oh, this is another story. I'm telling myself like, this is just a story. And when it's a story, you can change the story. You can create it a different way. You can tweak it. You can just change the story. So that's been really helpful to me. Um, yeah, if you guys sound, if you guys are interested in doing that, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, I have one more deep thought before I read your guys' um, submissions. <sighs> Get ready, it's pretty deep. So, <laughs> this literally just happened before the podcast. Um, and it goes along the lines of getting to know myself. Um, so, food is very important to me. It always has been. I've always really loved food, but now that I'm in my nutrition course, I just have a whole nother appreciation for food. Food is so important. Food is either poison or medicine for the bodies. It either fuels us or kills us. Just the truth. And food is so fucking great. I love food. I love all food. It's so yummy. Um, (laughs) But anyway, side note, I was eating a banana earlier before the podcast, banana with peanut butter, such a good snack. And I was just kind of sitting in the kitchen, eating my banana. And then I was like, oh, wow, this banana is really sweet. This is a really sweet banana. And then I just went, had this big, like, I was taken back to my childhood. My mom, no, no, my dad used to make banana oatmeal all the time in my 
when I was a kid, like literally all the time, probably like four or five times a week. <laughs> and I would get so sick of it before school, but nevertheless, I ate it. And he'd make this banana oatmeal and I would ask for brown sugar to put on my oatmeal. And he was like, he would always be like, bananas are so naturally sweet, Rohini. You don't need sugar. Like try it first, try it first without the sugar. And I'd like roll my eyes and like, Dan. and then I'd put on some brown sugar on the oatmeal or I'd put on syrup or whatever. And then he would, sometimes he would make this oatmeal. He'd take the first bite and go, Oh, that's sweet. No added sugar, just the bananas. And I was always looking at him like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like bananas are sweet, I guess, but they're not really like, it's not sweet at all. I still need sugar. Like it's not sweet compared to candy or not sweet compared to ice cream or anything like that. I just didn't understand why he thought bananas were so sweet. (laughs) And then uh, today I literally had, I was eating the banana. I'm like, fuck, this is really sweet. And it just took me back to like, I don't really know how to describe this in the right way, but it just made me realize that I'm becoming an adult (laughs) or I'm an adult, I guess. And it made me realize that I am becoming more comfortable with myself and I am listening to myself more. I know what's important to me more and I'm just more in tune with myself and I'm not judgy and I'm not, I don't know. I'm just, I've been working on a lot of shit and for some reason me noticing that the banana was sweet really just was like a little confirmation that you know, the work that I've been doing is, is working. (laughs) It's, it's improving me overall in a little, in a little way, in the slightest way. And I guess that's because my dad is such a freaking saint. He is the closest thing to a monk that I've ever known in person, (laughs) like I've ever met besides a real monk. Um, but he's just so pure. That's the best way to describe him. He literally has a hat that says pure that my brother got him um, him. And he is, he can't eat any sweets. He can't eat salty things. He's like so, so pure that just a little bit of banana oatmeal will just send his taste buds, make him sing. And I always appreciated his pure quality and how, like how he just enjoys the little things a lot. And he's also not embarrassed. I guess that's the other thing. He was never, he's never embarrassed of how he reacts to things. Like if he, he legitimately, if something is too sweet or too sour, he will like, like his whole face will just contort and he'll like throw a little fit with his hands and be like, whoa, 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 that's so sour. And he'll just have a crazy full body reaction. And I always was just like, oh my God, he's just so in it. Like he's just doing what he's doing. That's how he truly feels. That's his real reaction. He's not hiding it. He's not trying to dampen it down for anyone. He's just, you know, living and I always really admired that, and and I do admire that about him. So, for some reason, tasting this pure sweetness of a banana just fucking hit me in my feels. And also, I guess it is another confirmation because I was able to appreciate the sweetness, which means I ha- am like I've cut down sugar in my diet, and I can appreciate nature's natural sweetness. So that's cool. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, kind of a random story, but just wanted to share it for some reason. So yeah, just, uh, take, uh, take note of life's sweetness. The banana is life and we need to taste its sweetness. (laughs) So now I asked you guys to send in pretty much anything on the topic of getting to know yourself, your thoughts, your experiences, 
questions, just anything. And I got some really, really, really beautiful submissions that freaking hit me hard. So, um, yeah, I want to start with this one gal, Sophie, which I really, really liked hers. Um, and it, I think it was the first one I read too. And that just made me very happy. So, um, hi, Heen. Very excited to submit this one. I have many thoughts. For most of my 20 years, I've known myself very well. I've been the good student, the rule-following daughter, the artist, the easygoing, the easygoing friend, the East Coast transplant, the healthy one, the eating disorder, the recovery patient, the sister, the woman, the barista, the girl who can't nurture a plant to save her life. I've felt safe and known in these titles for my whole life. Here's the thing I've come to realize, though, that has freed me more than any title, than any role, than any known ounce of my reality ever could. I don't know who I am, and that's okay. More than okay, actually. I would not want it any other way. I have found that the more accepting, free, wholly non-judgmental space I hold for however I decide to show up in the present moment, the more the truest form of Sophie shines through. I have come to realize that my heart's most steady guidance is to beauty, in whatever form it comes. Each present moment is most beautiful, most fulfilling, most content, when it is filled with my soul manifested. Oh, God, that's so beautiful. Through art, through creation, through time with friends and family that holds space for me, through delicious food and movement that shows me what it feels like to be alive. That shows me the love seep into every practice of living wholly, fully, and beautifully. In getting to know myself, I have done a lot of unknowing and accepting, of distancing myself from the assumptions of the knowns and of holding space. In getting to know myself, I have found that I don't know, and that's okay. I'm now striving to find the sweet spot between the desires and guidance of my heart for my future and not identifying with the roles I might have identified with surrounding certain decisions in the past. That's where the healing starts. That's where the work is. That's where I'm working to find the power in the present, in my trust, in myself, in my desires, and in the abundant love of the universe. Yas! Thank you for holding such beautiful space and for bringing such light to this world. Your podcast is a breath of fresh air endowed with such beautiful, gracious love. My God, so beautiful, dude. I love how you write. Oh, so, 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 so beautiful. I could not agree more. Gosh, you just said it so eloquently. It's, it's so, it's so true. Each, each title that you hold in the past or whatever you perceive about yourself, it's, it's fleeting. It doesn't last. Like you said, you're the, you're the good student, the rule-following daughter, the, the artist, the healthy one, the eating disorder, the recovery patient, the sister, the woman, the barista. It's like these are all just phases in our lives and it's beautiful to go through these phases and just flow through them. And, oh gosh, so great. Trust in myself, my desires, and the abundant love of the universe. Amen, hallelujah to that, sister girl. That is so true. Could not have said it better myself. Okay, next one. Hi, Rohini. I'm Layla. I'm 16 and I'm from Italy. This 2020 was a weird and ugly year. We all hated quarantine, loneliness, and distances. I felt so lonely at home, but it was necessary for me after all. Before COVID, I felt alone every time I was at home or when I was friend-zoned by someone or when I was arguing with some friend. With this pandemic, I've learned to be alone without feeling alone. I've started to like myself without makeup, I've started to take care of myself more. I've learned to wait for the right person to come instead of falling for someone who doesn't deserve me, friends included. Yes, T. 
The point is, we deserve to be happy, but we think we can't be happy when we're alone. We think we need someone to make us happy, but what we don't know is that the person we need is ourself. And the best way to do it is to be confident and proud of yourself. I started with the classic, I want to change myself haircut, and it worked. Then I started to take care of myself, my skin, my style, my eating routine, my body, and my mind. I think we need to focus on what makes us feel good, but with kindness and respect to others. I needed to focus on my healthy relationships and and to interrupt the bad and toxic ones. I also needed to love myself more, and now I'm no longer falling for some bad guy and bad friendship. As you told in an old podcast, being your all is a process. I'm young, and I still have so many things in front of me, but I'm so grateful to myself to be strong and confident, not because I'm selfish, but because I know how hard it is to put yourself first, to be kind and worth it. I hope it makes sense. I love your podcast. You're an inspiration. Oh, thank you. Um, wow. Yes, 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 yes. It's again, like snaps, snaps and claps. Being your all is a process and falling in love with yourself is the key. It's the key. It's the Krabby Patty secret formula. It really is. <laughs> Crusty crab pizza. It. <laughs> I just was taken. If you're watching the video, I just zoned out and was taken back to SpongeBob and Patrick singing the Crusty Crab Pizza song. Um. Anyway, I think that is. She just really sums it up. Getting to know yourself when you're alone and and learning to love and like and enjoy your company when you're alone. And anything that comes up, it's just a sign of something you need to work on. And take that, take that uh, message for what it is. Take it as guidance and don't beat yourself up. Don't judge yourself. Just be super compassionate and graceful with yourself. Have Give grace for yourself always, always, always. And yeah, when you when you prioritize yourself in every single aspect, just great things start to happen. And your whole, like your outside life changes, your exterior life changes when your interior life changes. The people you attract are more similar to you, more high vibe people. The, um, like the things that you want to do with your day are more beneficial. It's just, it's a whole, whole circle, baby. And it's all connected. So Yes, I love that so, so much. And I'm so happy that you have such deep, profound realizations at the age of 16. My God, it's so amazing. Like, I ah, I get so excited thinking about where you're going to be in 10 years if you're already thinking about all this now. It's so amazing. I love, that's why I love the internet because it's making spirituality cool and accessible and hip. I love that. Okay. Next one. Hey, Heen. My name is Abby. I'm 20 years old and currently in my third year of undergrad. First off, I wanted to say that I love you and your podcast so much. I listen religiously each Wednesday and truly get so much out of every episode. So I feel that I need to express my gratitude for you and all that you do for people like me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very sweet. That's very nice. Thank you. Um, I was brought here by your Insta post because I wanted to take this opportunity to reflect on all the self-growth and realization that has taken place over the last year for me. I feel like one of the silver linings that came out of COVID was that most of us were forced to spend more time with ourselves than we ever have. Yup. For me, this meant really reflecting on who I am, what I believe, and what I want the purpose of my life to be. I'll be honest, when I came to college, I thought I had my life figured out. I'm majoring in music therapy, and I thought that was the end-all, be-all for me. I was stuck in the belief that I, at 19 years old, had found my way, 
And then COVID happened. I was suddenly spending days by myself doing nothing, forced to reflect like I never had the time to do before. I found myself questioning a lot, everything really, my religion, my life purpose, my values. I read numerous self-help books, dove deeply into astrology, Enneagram, my Myers-Briggs type, began meditating and spent a lot of time just thinking. I can honestly say that I came out of the long period of quarantining as a better person. I realized that for me, organized religion is a man-made and perfect system that is too political and dividing. I believe in God or higher power, but practice demonstrating love rather than living by a handbook. I've realized that while I love doing music therapy, I want to do so much more. I want to continue my education and learn ways I can help people who are struggling through psychotherapy and holistic care. I realized that my major or career is a part of me, but not my life purpose. That I was put here on earth to love everyone deeply and genuinely and to help others around me to learn to do the same. I'm still learning more about myself every single day through self-reflection, meditation, and education. I love that I'm becoming a better version of myself each day and hope that I can continue doing this for the rest of my life. I'm sorry if this was rambly or went on for too long. I could talk forever on this subject and I'm sure there will be opportunities to speak more deeply on each thing I touched on here. I love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for your people. No matter what anyone says, you're contributing to the universe in a truly magical way and reaching more people than you will ever know. That is very nice. Thank you. Um, wow. I really do think that the blessing of quarantine is that so many people, everyone pretty much, was forced to just get to know themselves, figure out who they were when they're stuck at home, alone, with their thoughts, <laughs> no distractions, work stops, life stops, you can't see your friends, you can't see your family, you can't really do anything. Like, sorry, there's a siren. You know, the first couple months were pretty dark, but... The realizations that I've had, the realizations she had, the realizations so many of you guys had about yourselves, super, super powerful, super important. I feel like we all got like a jump start. We got like four years of introspection done in like one year, <laughs> five years, maybe, maybe even more than that. Yeah. And, and questioning everything too. This year, oh boy, this year has made me question everything. And I think, I think everything should be questioned. Never, never, never feel comfortable enough to just let someone tell you how things are. Question everything. I am a big, big, big fan of that. Question me. Question me all the time. Question the news. Question uh, social media. Question your family. No, I'm just kidding. Just question everything. Question, question everything. I don't know. Okay. I'm really, I'm really happy for you and all of the realizations you came to and, um, the self-help books, like I, I want to see statistics of like the amount of self-help books purchased this last year, 2020 versus like 2019. I imagine it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. I have shelves and shelves and shelves. My freaking whole house is full of self-help books. I love self-help books. They fucking love them. I'm a whore for self-help books. They're so great. Yeah. And I also want to say, I know there's quite a few like very religious, um, peeps li that listen to this podcast, which I think is great. And it, as she said, this is just her experience for her. Religion is not, not it, but for you, it, maybe it is. And that's great. So everyone has their own, their own journey, what works for them. And yeah. So thank you for sharing. I really, really like that. Hey, Heen. 
is probably coming too late and is annoying to read, but I'm using it as my therapy on this late night full of PMS tears and uncertainty of my future. It's not too late and it's not annoying to read. When I listen to your podcast, I feel like I'm listening to my big sister. You always make me feel so warm and you have so much more wisdom than I do about life, even though you're only a couple of years my senior. That's very nice. I just turned 21 last month and it seems I'm starting my quarter life crisis early. <laughs> As I type this virtual letter to you, sis, through puffy eyes, post cry, Avi, I'm asking myself, do I truly know myself? And I know the answer almost immediately. It's a resounding no. How do you get to know someone who is constantly changing? I mean, I do know things about myself. I know I love nature as it grounds me. I know I love warm sunshine on my skin, and I know I am passionate about learning. I'm an Aquarius gal with a cancer moon. I'm an empath and an introvert. I love caring for others, hence my plethora of houseplants. I've grown to love my ability to read others' emotions. I'm a good listener, or so I've been told, but there's so much to me that I don't truly know. I don't know why I push the people I love away or never reach out when I miss them. I don't know why I feel like I could never connect to people anymore. I don't know myself the way you know yourself, if that makes sense. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that after. I'll, let me finish what she says. How do I get beneath the surface level and start to see within at last? I feel like there's so much inner work to be done here, lol. Just when I think I'm settled in on ideas of where my life is going, I get upset with myself and question if the decisions I'm making are really me. What is me, though? <laughs> Yes, so deep. I love these just mind freaking blowing thoughts. You're like, what am I? Who am I? What is me? What is life? <laughs> For instance, I'm graduating in December and I'm faced with the choice to A, stay in my hometown and get a job, settle down with my high school sweetheart, the only boyfriend I've ever had, easy and fulfilling, or B, move somewhere totally new and start fresh, gain the social experiences I never got because I didn't move away to college like my high school friends did. Sage is talking really loud. Sorry if you can hear him. The latter terrifies me to my core. I'm not bold enough to move somewhere where I know no one. Or am I? I feel like it's when I'm making these huge life decisions that I start to scratch that surface of self-awareness. It pushes me out of that comfort zone, that safety box I built around myself. This is a jumbled mess by now, but I hope it made at least a little sense. I'm excited to hear the stories you read and gain insight on how to better know myself. I know saying that I'll work to love and learn about myself is much, much different than actually putting in the work. Love you and all you do. Oh my gosh, my lover. I just love and am so happy that you felt just like open enough to share all this. And I love how it just, I can just hear you. Like it feels like we're FaceTiming or something. Um, oh my gosh. And the, and those moments where you just break down and just freaking face it all and you're just raw and you're like what the fuck am I doing here what is going on those are so hard and so so valuable and it's like the next day it's like you almost have a hangover <laughs> or on the other hand sometimes you feel 10 times better because you just let it all out so I love those times I think they're so so valuable um and Again, you said like you don't really know yourself, but you're always changing, which is fine, which is great. That's how it will always be. And it's just, I think, the dedication to just following along. It's like, don't just let yourself slip away, kind of like stay in tune, stay in tune with how you are in that moment, in that day, be present in yourself whenever, whenever possible and keep, keep, um, keep on the journey to get to know yourself. 
again, there's no end destination, but just keep on it. Stay on the train. Don't hop off. Don't, don't hop off. Um, so yeah, I really love that. And I can just feel for you cause you're just, I just feel, I feel all the, uh, so many questions, so many things to figure out. Um, one thing I did want to say, um, yeah, somewhere you said like, you don't know yourself as well as I do or something. Um, girl, every day I'm learning more things and it's <laughs> some days I don't, I'm, I have these freaking days too. Oh my God. All the time. I have the, like, what the fuck? Holy shit. What's going on? Who am I? Why is this like, why am I still struggling with this? Why can't I figure this out? Oh my gosh. I have those days all the time and that's life. Um, so yes, I definitely do not have it figured out at all, but cheers to just staying on the train, staying on the journey (laughs) one day at a time. Um, so I never want anyone to think that I have it figured out or that I think I have it figured out because I freaking do not. Um, but I'm very motivated and committed to hopping on the journey, hopping on the train and just sticking with it, even when it sucks. Um, but I think, I feel like oftentimes my mom and I talk about this because a lot of times like what people ask me questions or tell me things for the podcast and people ask her questions about readings. And a lot of times you can just kind of tell in the way they word it, that they already know the answer to their own question. But a lot of times you just need another outside opinion or you need someone to validate it, or you just need someone to make you feel comfortable with making the decision. Um, so I feel like, I don't know. Do you want to move somewhere else? You said staying home is easy and fulfilling. Fulfilling's good. Easy. I don't know. Do you want a new adventure? Again, like we're still young. You're young. You have the opportunity to go and try it out. And if you don't like it, then you can always go back. You can always go home. Home is always there. But the new adventure, new adventure is not always there. You got to just seize it, you know? Seize the moment if you want to. See, Try it out. If you want to, I think you should, um, for sure journal about it. Like, like do like a whole rundown. Okay. My life in five years, if I go my life in five years, if I stay like picture yourself in both, both, um, environments in like a year or something in six months, like, okay, this is what I would be doing. If I moved, I'd be doing this. My day would look like this kind of write it all out, kind of brainstorm daydream a little for both. If you stay and if you go and just kind of see which makes you more excited and more happy and little, what gives you the nervous butterflies that you're excited about? Um, or what, yeah, what makes you feel more fulfilled? So try that out, but you can do anything you can do freaking anything and now is the time to do it. Don't kid yourself saying there's a better time. If you want to do it now, do it now. Do it now, do it now. Um you got this and I love this email very much. So, thank you for sharing it with me and being open and uh, yeah, being vulnerable. Um Okay. So, this person has a book that she recommended that she wants me to read so you guys can hear the book too. Hi, Rohini. First off, I got to say, I cannot wait for this episode. This topic is something I've really been exploring during these past few months. Please share this submission because I know this book will change so many young girls' lives, just like it did for me. 
One major thing that has changed my entire perspective on life and how to love myself more is The Book of Moods by Lauren Martin. All my life, I've struggled with mood swings, and I've never been able to figure out how to manage them effectively until I read this book. It truly put my thoughts and emotions into words, which is something I've never been able to do. Each chapter breaks down different areas of life and teaches you how to cope and manage any triggers you may have. While it's called The Book of Moods, it focuses on so much more than that, and I really believe every girl who reads it will gain something from it. I really hope someone someone listening to this picks up the book and that it changes their life like it did mine. Yay. Okay. Book of moods. So you heard it here first. Go check that book out. I have not read it, but it sounds cool. Um, any book that's life changing, I'm down. But of course, not every book is life changing for everyone. But when you find one that is, oh baby, it's so valuable. It's just like a little gemstone. I freaking love books. Um, okay. Hi, Rohini. This is my first time writing a submission, and I'm so excited because I found your podcast back in September and listened to it on every every week on my walks. Getting to know myself has been a long and ongoing process. I feel like everyone is constantly getting to know who they are because we are ever-changing and evolving, which is the way it should be. Amen. A couple of months, I ended a relationship that was damaging to me and made me question who I was as a person. I compromised some of my morals for him, so ending it was the best thing I did for myself in the past months. In the healing process, I have come to love myself again and be excited about the person I'm becoming. Some things that have helped me get to this point have been journaling, going on runs and walks, and spending a lot of time with people who make me feel good and add to my life rather than subtract. It can be daunting to figure out who you are when there are so many other people trying to do the same thing. But that's the beautiful thing about humanity is that we're all in the same boat. Smiley face. Love you in the podcast. Can't wait to listen to the episode. Love, Emma. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about humanity is that we're all in the same boat. Oh, God, I love that quote. I've never heard that before. Phrase like that. Shit. That's so good. That is so freaking good. Oh, that is so deep, too. You can go so deep with that, man. Oh, if someone rocks a boat, everyone in the boat feels it. Ooh, I love that. If someone works to be a better um, oar man or something, like better at steering or better at paddling then it helps the entire boat helps everyone in the boat helps the collective (laughs) oh yeah I 1000% agree with everything 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 it's a long and ongoing process and we're ever changing and evolving and that's how it should be absolutely we're changing so much every single day um really happy for you and proud of you for leaving that relationship good 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 stuff I'm it's very um says a lot you're in a you're in a good new chapter in your life oh my gosh um I had some more submissions but as you can probably hear in my voice I have a bit of a bit of a cold um, it's not the vid, don't you worry. It's just a little cold. Um, I've had it for the last couple of days. I think it was something to do with my wisdom teeth surgery. I don't know. Sage had some um, theories about that. But my voice is kind of, I'm getting a little bit tired. <laughs> so I think I need to end, the, end it out. Um, I get really stuffy at the end of the day, the last couple of days. But don't you worry. I'm taking every freaking supplement or every like natural remedy in the 
in the book. Let me just tell you a few things that I'm taking. Thieves essential oil rubbed on my feet um, by Young Living. I don't know if you guys know about essential oils. My mom's used to be super into it. So I have all these Young Living essential oils. Thieves essential oils, essential oil rubbed on the bottom of my feet under my socks. And also drink Thieves too in water. Um, taking a shitload of vitamin D, like crazy, crazy amounts. Vitamin C, taking a lot of that too. Um, taking the mushroom immune defense or host defense immune spray. Um, taking, putting echinacea in my tea. Um, drinking the throat coat with echinacea. Having, let's have sambucol, zinc, um, echinacea, cough drops. Um, <laughs> there's literally so much shit and it, to- it literally works because I just, like, I just got the first little tickle of this cough or this cold on three days ago. And I'm like, just going through it super fast. It was like a little tickle and then it just went in my nose and in my head. And then I can just feel it's like going out. My energy is already way better today than it was yesterday. So mm, we love natural remedies. Okay. Um, Oh, and emergency. Don't forget emergency. (laughs) Okay, guys, I'm going to end it out. Thank you as always for being so amazing and willing to share your thoughts and be vulnerable. I love that you guys do that. And it just makes me love this podcast even more. And I think it makes it extra special that it has your voice in it too. And I'm sorry I didn't share more. I I was planning to, but I'm getting kind of tired. I can tell that my response to your submissions is going to be getting, it's not as good as I want to give you guys. So I think I should just end it out. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode overall is such a good, mm, such a good topic, such a good lesson. And I'm sure in six months or in a year, I'm going to have completely different things to say about the topic. So I'm just so happy to be on this journey. Ah, and just, yeah, I'm just really happy to, to do it and to share it with you guys. And like yesterday I had all the tools in my tool belt to get myself out of this funky bad mood that I was in. And I did it. I did it. <laughs> and it just feels so good. It's like, damn, this shit works. This shit really works. Um, but it's a practice and it's, it's, uh, something you have to invest in and it's a commitment, but man, it's so good. So anyway, I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this podcast with friends, with like-minded homies who want to just live their best lives. And, um, if you like this episode, if you want to leave a review on the Apple podcast page, I would really appreciate it. Um, yeah. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel too, if you want to. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Happy fucking Wednesday. I will talk with you next week. Kisses, kisses. (laughs) Love you dearly. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.